Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live. Chris Denman, Travis Terrell, the great Chris Gardner, still here. <laughs> I feel like you forgot your name halfway through that sentence. Well, I was thinking maybe I'd uh, see if somebody would help me along with it. Thanks for not stepping up. <laughs> I was like, I think it's Denman. Wake up. Uh, Yale Hollander, thank you for coming in. That was a great time having Yale in, talking comedy, talking all kinds of fun stuff. Plenty to get to this hour. We've got a Trav U. Of the new Bad Boys film, we've got lots to talk about. I wanted to ask you guys, uh, did you see, and you may not have, Travis, but I know we're all kind of following along, uh, the Cardinals, uh, Bill DeWitt Sr., or would it be two? The third, isn't it? Or was it Sr.? Uh, was the Sr. who said it? Yeah, the se- Sr. was there. Okay. Uh, he was... Junior. Junior. Was junior, said, junior okay. sorry. He's technically junior. He's a junior, yeah. So he's uh, he's discussing things uh, with reporters yesterday and kind of just laid down the same stuff we've already known, saying, you know, we spend enough money already. Sure. The Nolan Arenado stuff, while interesting, we're not pushing to uh, up our payroll. So there would have to be a lot of relief if there was ever a deal made. Pretty much kind of mm, putting out the fire with the Nolan Arenado talk that's been so hot lately. Two hours later, Nolan Arenado takes to his own devices and says, you know what, I'm disrespected by Colorado management. Uh, don't know how this is going to push forward. So what that does, generally, whenever you're negotiating, is it completely undercuts the people <laughs> trying to move you, which means the the likelihood of a deal for the one of the best third baseman or players in the game uh, is more imminent now. Not sure that it'll happen, but the percentage goes up. Will Nolan Arenado be a Cardinal thanks to his uh, his well-timed complaints? I don't think Nolan Arenado will be a Cardinal, but I definitely don't think Nolan Arenado will be a Rocky. Yeah. I, I, look, um, uh, according to Nolan Arenado, there's more to it. Uh, when that will come out, when he will share what that more is, uh, we're not necessarily sure. But um, just according to what I've read with Jeff Passan and from what everyone is talking about online, is that it just appears that he was told that the Rockies were going to essentially make significant changes in the offseason to improve the ball club so they can contend in a very competitive NL West. And that hasn't happened. So he didn't specifically at least allude to that the trade was the main reason as to why he was in his feelings. Oh, but no. He, he made a specific statement. He though. said it was the tr- it was was it the it's, trade talks that it did it? It was the GM. It was the GM specifically. Yeah, I don't know. It's when I hear disrespected now, obviously there's clearly he said it's more to it, but the Colorado Rockies also made Nolan Arenado one of the richest baseball players in the game. Mm-hmm. So I I I want to hear more because from a guy like me, um that amount of money, uh, that amount of security doesn't sound like disrespect, mm-hmm. but Again, maybe there were assurances made that, hey, Nolan, when we sign you to this deal, we're going to make sure every season we field a competitive team around you. Now, I would find it difficult to believe that a general manager would make such a broad statement, even in trying to keep a guy. But maybe that's what he was told. Maybe he was told that, hey, you guys were going to make an effort to make sure this team remained competitive and you haven't done diddly squat this offseason. I feel lied to. Again, we just have to wait to what Nolan has to say about it. But... I don't think he'll end up a Cardinal just simply because of what the Rockies were asking. And according to the reports, they were asking for the moon. And the Cardinals are not going to give away talent that they've drafted and developed to increase uh, their payroll almost. I don't know how, I I don't know the math on how much it would have increased their payroll by bringing in Arenado, but it would have been a significant jump because of his salary. Um, 
I, 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 we were, me and some friends were talking in the group chat. It feels like the Rockies probably did come to the Cardinals with something like, yeah, we want Flaherty, Dakota, and uh, Reyes. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you got Jordan Hicks laying around there, bring him in as well. I feel like that's where it was. <laughs> and, uh, and again, it wasn't just the Cardinals. There were other teams like the Braves and even the Cubs who were just like, eh, get bent. <laughs> you know, and, I mean, that's essentially what it sounds like. So I don't know what's going to happen now for Colorado because – Nolan, that's a guaranteed contract, and this ain't like the NFL. This ain't like the – you ain't being able to hold out. You fans won't like it if their $28 million a year third baseman is not playing. They're going to feel a way about that, and I don't think Nolan Arenado would commit near-career suicide by not playing this year. So he's going to just have to be mad and rich and a Rocky until they move him. Am I wrong in that assessment, Gardner? Am I crazy in that thing? You know – I love the frenzy. I love the frenzy, too, but I, I definitely don't think it means he's going to be a Cardinal. I think it now increases the long shot because I think now with him venting his disapproval, I think that now invites other teams to now get involved because they now know the Rockies have lost some of that leverage. And so, therefore, now that there's more competition for Arenado, I think that forces the Cardinals to fall back and look for other alternatives. Yeah, I'll wait and see. Okay. The Rockies. It is the Rockies. You never know. But disrespected, I want to hear more from Nolan because – Hey, man, you know, I, I can understand. Some people may have said some shit to you that you didn't take the right way, and I get it. Uh, but that's a, that's a lot of damn money, bro, to, to use the word disrespect. And, that, and it's not in the middle of a contract. You signed that bad boy literally 12 months ago. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. but disrespected is not necessarily referencing money. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that it, it's probably more to it, and I want to hear what that is. Yeah, I just, I'm maybe just, he doesn't say anything because that's a leverage point for him true and like but i just think disrespected like I, i'm curious as to what that is because the rocky showed you an enormous amount of respect with that fat ass contract they gave you 11 months ago so you, you know what i'm saying like i don't if you're paying a guy that much money to be one of the highest paid players yeah but maybe that's he doesn't look at it as like an ultimate sign of respect okay maybe he looks at it as well this is what i'm worth this is my market value. And they, and they met that. And, and they said, yeah, you're right, you're right. You are worth that. Isn't that a sign not, of respect that say, if Gar- Chris came in here and said, I'm worth $50 million. And well, we were like, yeah, you were right. You're maybe. worth $50 million. We give you the $50 million. I mean, I would want to know, okay, Chris, where are we disrespecting you? Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm saying. I want to know where the yeah. Rockies cross that line for Arenado. I think we're in agreement that it's probably not necessarily money. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's where but we're But no, I, and they look, I, who the hell wouldn't want Nolan Arenado on a carnival? If I would, look... Yes, I would. Oh God, I would love Nolan Arenado. I, I, we joked about this a week. I would run out and buy that jersey today. If I'm, I'm that much of a fan of this guy, he's. Would you get Arenado or Nado? Nado, no doubt. Okay. If I'm Matt Nado. Carpenter, I want to go to Colorado. You'll, he'll look like a god if he has a comeback year and it's in Colorado, where he can hit forty. But again, I don't see the Rockies jumping on that contract. I don't. They don't. I don't. See the desire for that. That's my only thing. Well, is that would keep fans. It's like, it like because legitimately, you could make a case that Matt Harbinger in Colorado could have a similar offensive year as Nolan Arenado in San Maybe. I, I just Am I no- crazy saying that? I said similar. Hmm. I wouldn't predict that. Matt Carpenter is a huge. I, I man. I think the thing that also worries Cardinal fans today after hearing that news. Simply the, because the batting average is. Yeah. I think that's the thing that kind of worries. Even it's Car- not used as an evaluator, as John Mosaic said <laughs> that got over the weekend. Up. Um, 
it technically is because part of the numbers you're using involves batting average. I, I wasn't down at the obviously the winter warm up, and people are always excited to see the St. Louis Cardinals, and and I don't and be not being down there, but I would have been interested to 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 know of the enthusiasm this past weekend, and I could be misreading this entire thing, and I've talked about this Maybe. for the last few months especially after the postseason run for the St. Louis Cardinals, just felt like I said that enthusiasm wasn't there. Nolan Arenado solves so much for this organization. It solves the future. It solves the now. It, it, it fills in that, look, we, we saw it yesterday. Maybe with the Molina. future. Maybe the future. Again, he would you have to, obviously, the Cardinals have to convince him to extend if a trade were to happen. But I, I think you heard from Yadi Molina yesterday, essentially said, I'm going to play till the end of my contract. And the Cardinals want me back. I'm a Cardinal. If not, I'm done with the game. I think there's, and obviously we know with Adam Wainwright, there's coming to a point, boys and girls, where you're going to need someone to carry this organization, be the full face. Now, maybe that's Goldschmidt. Maybe that's going to ultimately be Jack Flaherty. Maybe those will be those guys. Mm -hmm. But you're going to need, there's going to be, there. I think there is going to be an enthusiasm gap. I'm curious to see folks and their feelings when Yachty isn't out there anymore, when Adam's not out there anymore. All it's signs gonna point be, towards Jack Flaherty right now. It Right now it does. It Right now he would be the face going forward, and that's fine because the kid's fiery, he's young, and, and he's going to be thing. a stud. He's He can be vocal. He can. He can. He could be that young Chris Carpenter type going forward for the Cardinals, yeah. and maybe he is the face. But you really very beneficial to have a position player yes along with yes that. yes and so who is going to be that person maybe it's the young maybe no in a miracle yeah i don't think it'll be young either but maybe in a miracle harrison bader just flips it on and he, nah. he yeah again I'm, I'm searching everywhere that's currently within the organization my point being that yeah. they're going to it, it's <laughs> i'm i know the duets they're and I, when i say i know oh, the duets i know them in that they are very smart business people who who have truly figured out how to brand this team and so i since they have a they're seemingly they have a, a good understanding of branding i think they realize yeah we're going to need a face we're going to need a personality that helps because we've been riding the coattails of adam and, and molina and thank god for some years they're not going to be here forever so I hope the Cardinals realize that. Yachty says he's not going anywhere else. He says he wants to play a few more years if the Cardinals will have him. Can I make an you argument? Want him back? I, I, I look, I, Stan, Sam Musel will always be the greatest Cardinal ever. I think, though, Market Street out between uh, uh, Ballpark Village and Bush Stadium has to be renamed after Yachty or Molina. And Yachty deserves a statue, I think, maybe on the east side of the statue. The same way that Stan Musial greets the the west side end of the Bush Stadium, mm -hmm. I would love to maybe see one that greets Yachty on the east side. Only I, if they make it as bad as Stan's. That's fair. That's mm -hmm. the only way it works. And the reason why I say that, Chris, is because who says that? Like, no, no athlete in the free agent era says what Yachty said yesterday. I don't recall an athlete that says, I'm going to play with you. I feel like all the Red Sox players ever have said that. I don't know. I've never heard a, a, a player in this modern era go, I'm only playing for you, and even though I may still can play, yeah. I'm only playing for you. But Viotti's value is much, much higher with the Cardinals organization than True. anywhere else. True, but there is – but there – not to be funny, you don't think a team like the Marlins that's very young wouldn't mind paying Yachty – a, a little bit more than his market value just to have him in there to help those young guys become better professional baseball players. I'm just saying, I feel like there's still always... It a, sometimes. I, and yeah. I think, but I think Yadi Molina, if he can still play and the Cardinals don't give him a contract and he says that I'm done, I don't recall an 
athlete in the modern era, and I could be wrong, please correct me in the comments, that has openly said that. That, to me, shows the biggest sign of loyalty I've, I've seen from a modern athlete. And because of that, he's got to, again, stands up top, but I think if we're talking about, man, oh, man, a guy that could, could have gone anywhere else, maybe could have got him more money, the guy to stick by the organization that drafted him for as long as he didn't have the success that he had, he's got to be 1B behind greatest Cardinals of all time. What you about say, another Cardinal, Larry Fitzgerald? Oh, that, that Cardinal. He's a very good Cardinal. Going into his 17th season in the NFL. I see what you see. the there. best Larry Cardinal ever. Larry Centers played the fullback position. Larry Walker was very good, well. Larry, was good, Walker. Larry Walker was a good Cardinal. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know. I think what Yachty said yesterday for me, and I've been a Yachty fan since day one when he replaced Mike Matheny. Like, I have been the biggest fan. And so for me, he's done everything I would want as a fan. And as a fan, we're always selfish, right? Like, I always want a player to stay for my favorite team because it, it makes sense for me. But you're a grown man in a grown man business. You do what's best for your family. And I think Yachty has done that, of course. But here's an instance where I just – I don't recall an athlete saying, yeah, my team that I Yachty, was, play for doesn't want me back, then I'm done with my career. That, plus, that's crazy to me. Yachty's given me one of my all-time favorite media moments in recent history, and I wasn't there for it. But it was after he got into it with Tori Lovello. Mm. That's uh, one of my favorites, Diamondbacks too. manager. I love it. And apparently – Lavello said motherfucker or yep. something like that to uh, Yachty. And then in the post like, yo, 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 yo. We, knew, we saw what that led to. Yeah. The dust up that led to. He, tore, he eventually um, apologized to Yachty. Too. And then uh, it led to, in the post game, uh, Luis Nola of KTRS Radio asking Yachty or Molina, why did he call you a motherfucker? Mm. And that's still one of my favorite that's moments in recent history. And, which is why every time I see Luis now, I go, hey, it's my motherfucker. That's hilarious. I think, but I think you got to read the market, got it. That's Yachty Molina way, no doubt about it in my mind. I mean, that is officially Yachty or Molina way, no if, doubt. If Yachty's willing yeah. to. What, are you going to have an argument? No, I'm not having an argument. I'm just saying that, but that's. I'm only no, say, no, Travis, no, no, fuck I'm, that bullshit. No, I'm only saying that because I, I think what he is given to this organization is against something we just don't see out of a lot of modern yeah, athletes. Yeah, I think that's apparent. And, and, and I just want to show my appreciation as, again, a guy who's a joy, not only his work on the field, but you've seen what he's done in the community and you've seen what he's done in the community of baseball. Like, I just want that guy to get all the accolades because I, don't, what, I just don't know an athlete who says that these days. That's incredible. If Cardinals do not offer me a contract, that's it for me. That's I, You don't hear that. Even to the guy at the tail end of his career, you just don't hear that at off, as often. No, you certainly well, don't. You look, at Tory, think, look at football, Torrey Hall, Isaac Bruce. Even when those guys at the end of their career, they go on. They still had time in them. They went on to play football elsewhere. And that happens. And they should. Do what's best for you. If you still got more in the tank and you can get more money, go do it. I'm not begrudging people from doing that. I'm just saying you just don't hear a lot of it. And what Yachty told me yesterday was, oh, yeah, you're one of the top Two, three Cardinals of all time. I think if he wants no to... No disrespect to Bob Gibson, because I think Bob would probably be two. But I think if you had to go Stan, Bob, Yachty. No. Ultimate Cardinal. No? I mean, there's some very good players from yeah. that. Like who? who else, but who else would you put in there your, your three? Albert Pujols. You put Albert in front of Yachty? Yeah. He's ultimate better, Cardinal? He's a better player. No, I get that, but I'm talking about Ultimate Cardinal. I mean, Roger Hornsby was one of the best right-handed hitters of all time, probably behind Albert Pujols. 
But I think or what one, two. I think Albert Pujols is a perfect example of why I think Yachty is the ultimate cardinal. Oh. Because Yachty said Yeah, I don't need that. Okay. He gave me eleven seasons of No doubt about it. Eleven seasons is good enough. I feel like uh if Yachty wants to stick around and do the Wainwright thing where it's like here's an incentive deal and if you can, you know, win a spot, stick around, but be ready to split some time. Be ready to. I don't think Yachty's gonna ever split time. Yachty's gonna be like, I'm starting. No, we ain't. I'm gonna walk away. And I think he's understand. I think the Dewitts and I think Mo understand that. But I really don't see a situation. He's gonna where drain the tank. Yeah. And then hey, I can't go any further. Yeah. I don't think he's. I don't and think they're losing anything idea. right now having him start. No, I mean, no not at all. No, not at all. I don't think anybody. I don't think. But you easy. also have to have in your back, the back of your mind. There's one. There could be. You could be one injury away, and, yeah. and maybe you could say that really about anything really. But you're at a point now with a guy where it's like, whew, okay, I, where you you have to start looking forward. But he's also the way he's played has allowed the Cardinals, as they've collected some depth in the minor leagues with catchers. Have, has allowed them to show them off as yeah. trade bait trade in bait, a yeah. way too, because it's like, well, we still got them. It's going to work. We fine. So let's see if we can acquire something else. So it's also kind of had that kind of trickle down effect to where it's allowed that as well. I haven't. I think the last time I, I, the only time I probably cried over any retirement was Jordan. Of course, the first time around, because I was like, of course, Whoa, what? Hulk Hogan it, leaving the WWE. That hurt. That hurt. But Were you crying over his gambling problem? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no comment. The man was in mourning. I, but I will say this, that the day, that press conference is going to be tough for you, bro. It's going to be tough for you, boy. I, I, have, I have been a huge fan. Not only as a player, but just as the, as the person and just the badass, just the guy that's just like, no, don't, no, fuck me, fuck you. This is my squad. I'm going to fight to the death to make sure my squad you ain't going to disrespect us. You ain't going to come in here just being out of pocket. Like, he re- he kind of has that very St. Louis vibe. Like, look, there ain't nobody outside of this clubhouse going to sit up here and talk shit about my squad. And can that's his... how St. Louis's are. You can look. We going to talk shit about us. That's fine. But y'all, Chicago, Kansas City, Memphis, y'all ain't talking shit. And that's he embodies that St. Louis personality that yeah, this is that. my people. I Don't... kind of agree with him from time to time. <laughs> But no, I, I love the. I just love the. Only if can we get the Yachty statue? Only if the ball is stuck to his yes. chest protector. That or he's face to face with Brandon Phillips. Uh, him going toe to toe with Brandon okay. Phillips is probably made the with chest the statue. Protector one. The chest protector one may work, but that's it's. I don't know from talent. Charlie Marlowe is always so. We've talked about it before that if Carpenter Matt Carpenter gets a statue, it should be him just looking at a pitch, taking a <laughs> strike. That would be like looking back into the catcher's mitt. Man, he was very remorseful in many respects yesterday. He was very somber, saying he apologized to the organization and the front office for just, with all due respect, for lack of a better term, shitting the bed last season. And uh, I kind of felt for him in that moment. It's hard to feel, obviously, for someone who's uh, very rich and who's had a very successful career. However, in that moment, you know how much like a guy Matt Carpenter cares. You know how much he works at his game too. Mm-hmm. So you kind of felt in that moment, like, and and I don't think, and I could be wrong in this, Gardner. I felt like last year Cardinal fans they were very disappointed in Carpenter, but I don't think it ever got to a point where they hated him. Am I wrong in that assessment? Like I feel like it wasn't a Tino Martinez situation where people were like, well, "Oh, great, Tino. here comes Carp." Oh, I Tino's think people were just different. like, "Yeah, Tino was very different." But I think it felt for Carpenter. I think fans was like, "Tino didn't what? have a track record here." True. When he was I think it was Being just a little shit. I think Carpenter was such a drastic drop off. I think for fans, they were more confused than upset. 
Well, then I think they were annoyed. Yeah, definitely. Time. And then the extension prior to this se- that season mm-hmm. didn't also maybe work because that extension's kind of hamstring in the Cardinals right now, just we'll a little see. bit. But we'll, well see. that's what they say. Yeah. You don't have to believe that. True. <laughs> Are you okay with the payroll? What do you say, roughly around 170? No. That makes sense to you? Sixth in payroll, 11th in revenue de- was a figure he kept bringing up. It depends on a... <sighs> that's such a weird thing. When he says it like that, I understand what he's yeah, saying. But depends the same on time, what your goals like, are, I guess. Right, yeah, you're right, Gardner. I, Real uh, estate expansion? Yeah. They're doing great. I, so. I, I know, put it this way: knowing the way this Cardinal lineup is currently shaped, and this is minus Ozuna at the moment. Uh, yikes. Uh, <laughs> okay, I okay. Tyler O'Neill uh, going to hit thirty uh, home runs. <laughs> oh boy, you're relying on a lot of guys who have Harrison Bader going to be on base. Who are not trending in the right direction to truly turn it around. Cole Wong going to keep moving forward, and then you're hoping for a guy like Tommy Etman to keep that hot bat, which we know he's going to regress back to the mean. Like so, you just man, that's a lot no, of ifs. Do. Okay, I'm remembering that one. What Tommy Etman? I like Tommy Edmond. No, but you just said you know he's going to. I mean, he's not going to hit like he hit last year at the end of the season. Okay. That's just. Baseball math says that's not going to happen. Okay. Okay. That's all I'm saying. I just remember that one. Okay. I'm just, I don't, and I'm not disrespecting. I like Tommy Edmond. I'm a fan. I just know that he's not going to hit gangbusters for 162. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was. That's a big I F. He plays 160. Well, yeah, I did as well. But that's a there's a lot of big IFs going into this spring training for the St. Louis Cardinals, and boy, oh boy, you just want to be more comfortable. It seems you want more questions answered. You're I, not you're not comfortable being uncomfortable. I think this Cardinal team has a legitimate shot uh, of piggybacking off their success from a year ago. And I would hate for them to miss that window. Mm-hmm. I think you have a gen- – I think, look, the Nationals are going to be good. Not, I don't think they're going to be as – without Rendon, I don't think they're going to be as good as they were a year ago. I think the Dodgers obviously are going to be there. I think the Braves will be there again as well. We know the Cubs and, and maybe the Brewers will be hanging around, the usual suspects. But I, I, I think this is a true opportunity for the Cardinals to build on this rotation, add a little pop into this lineup, and – why did, why why would you not think if you added another piece that you wouldn't be back in the NLCS? You have a you would think Dakota's gonna be just as good or a little bit better. Well, they, would argue, they would argue the all the other things. They're gonna say Martinez is back. You're gonna say maybe get Jordan Hicks at the midway part of the season, you'll say maybe Reyes. But Pitchy was they never a question the, for this team. They'll they'll use the positives and you can mold things in any way you want. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. How it all shakes yeah, out. Yeah, short of oh, you having. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Uh, Travis, we have a Travu. You went and saw the newest installment of Bad Boys. Take it away. Chris, it's been a minute, but it's time for the Travu! It sucked. Oh. Just like my favorite show, The Critic. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, Chris, is that right? <laughs> I I took the time over the weekend uh, to see a film that I've enjoyed, uh, a franchise I've enjoyed since I was a kid, and that of course uh, was the movie Bad Boys for Life, oh, or Bad Boys Three, as the youngins call it, uh, starring uh, Hollywood Uber star Will Smith and one of the funniest men uh, of a generation in Martin Lawrence. Uh, two guys who just have chemistry. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what if Michael Bay just just knew, or they just figured that 
they would work. I don't know. Maybe Martin and Will had a relationship prior. I maybe have to look more depthly into that. But it just those two together make perfect freaking sense as far as chemistry goes. Mm -hmm. And so obviously they have been trying to work on this movie for years. Uh, what are we? Almost 17 years removed in between movies? It's been a minute. Feels it's been a long time. It's been that a was while. 95 for the first one. 95 for the first, I think 2003 maybe was the last time we saw the sequel. So it's been a large gap. Now here's the scary thing. We've oh, seen we've seen reboots recently uh, or, or, or retreads or whatever you want to call it uh, not do so well over the last few months with Terminator and there are a few other franchises that tried to the Charlie's Angels that just absolutely flopped. Uh, so people were wondering, I don't know, man, plus 50 Martin, plus 50 Will Smith, a spin decade and a half since the last film. Are people really going to roll out and see this? Uh, they have. It has been, uh, it's set records already. What Mar kind of records? Uh, Martin Luther King record uh, for weekend, second largest, and the second. For Martin Luther King. For weekend. And Martin Luther King weekend. So it's actually uh a designated weekend date on the Hollywood okay. calendar. It I was is. trying to figure that no, out. No, it's just like they treat it just like the 4th of July weekend. They treat it just okay. like the, yeah. So it's an important weekend in the Hollywood circuit. It's kind of the kickoff of the, the new year, if you will, for the box office. And so it has done very well for Sony. And it's done so well, Chris. They're already in the works of putting together Bad Boys a 4. So it looks like they're going to do maybe a little... What's that one going to be called? I don't know, because they ruined the full life. That's why they kind of left it out. The full life would have made sense yeah, if you had the like, full. Well, kind of, yeah, you, you proclaimed it last time. But I think it. they may do a Fast and the Furious thing where they go like, too bad, two boys. I don't know. I don't, it was something along the lines. It feels like they're building uh, will up. Will they each get their own movies? But that's the interesting See, they should have waited here. to use for life for that's number what I'm four. Saying. That's what I was saying. They didn't, but they decided. So now you're okay, stuck. Now you got to yeah, figure right. something out. So, nevertheless, to the actual Forever? film. Forever? Could. For show. Sure. Bad death. boys, for show. Sure. In death, someone dies. Okay. <laughs> Bad somebody joked, Bad Boys Afterlife. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'd watch that. But it was. <laughs> Be like Ghost. You guys ever see Screamers? Uh oh. I believe that was Michael J. Fox. Oh, some, yeah, when he had the ghost. Out again. That was bad. Jake Butte. No, it was good. That was bad. That's like, a, I bet you the Rotten Tomatoes go on to 20. Look it up. Um, well, don't look it up because now I might use it. Okay, then that's fine. <laughs> uh, fact is, I did check the film out, and you, you ah, you can look it up. You don't go to these. You don't necessarily go to these kind of movies. What's your prediction? I say twenty percent. Seventy. Oh God, we're Sorry. really no. I'm 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 saying yeah. I'm gonna go thirty-two. Screamers is. Hang on. Wait, I'm thinking of a different one. Oh boy. Nevertheless. 30% for this movie, but that's not the movie I was thinking oh, of. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Nice. Uh, you don't normally go to these films looking for plot, but they actually came out with a very cool plot for this film. It's, I won't give too much of a way because it is an important core element to the, the twist in the story. Now, where did you see this again? I saw this at the Galleria. Galleria, that's right. Um, and it was packed. I went on a matinee show like 10 a.m. I'll was, only see it at Esquire. Fair enough beautiful place so i Appreciate should watch that a movie. about you um but the film it's i joked about this with you guys a little bit off air and i'll say it here during the tribune it's a better michael bay film it's and it's it's not directed by michael bay 
Uh, let me get the director's name. No, it's not. Now, Michael Bay, uh, I, I can tell you this because it's not, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler. Michael Bay makes an, a cameo oh. in the film. Wait, does he do that in his movies? Uh, I Normally he doesn't, but because he this was his first, oh, yeah. this is what kicked off Michael Bay's career. The Bad Boys launched Michael Bay into the stratosphere. This is where he became one what of the most sought after directors. What movies have I seen? You've um, probably seen more than you realize. I went to the theater and saw The Island. And, uh, and oh whoa boy mm. oh we want to talk later about Oof. PTSD, uh, Oof, but Oof. Michael Bay could not direct because he was working on uh, a couple films he's working with with Netflix at the movie. Bad Boys Four. Uh, no, oh. Six Underground. He just did one for Netflix that's currently that you can watch. So he could not come back for scheduling reasons for Bad Boys. So they went to these new directors. They're from Belgium, uh, Adil El Aribi and Bilal Falah. And these guys, um, apparently, they people have been so impressed with what they've done with this movie that Eddie Murphy's already reached out to them for doing Beverly Hills Cop Four. Really? They've already. And they're apparently are in talks about letting them direct Beverly Hills Cop for Life. For Life. <laughs> There's your For Life. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, the film overall is incredibly fun. Martin Lawrence still has his fastball. Will Smith is a He's a movie star. That's what Will Smith is. I don't know what he thought he was going to do when he was a kid. But I... Rap. And I'm sure, yeah, after he thought, ah, rap, it'll be enough. Will Smith was born for this shit, man. This guy is just electric on the screen. And he's fun to watch. The chemistry is still there. And even they add new elements. They add a younger team. Vanessa Hudgens is in this. And can I just say, mm-hmm. oh boy. Careful now. Oh boy. Oh boy. Vanessa Hudgens. Hello. Disney does a body good. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Hudgens, Zach Efron, boy, you better get back in the game. Was She was. Was daddy sleeping? <sighs> daddy sleeping on someone? I, I slept on Vanessa Hudgens. Okay. I slept on her. Mm. I slept on her. Is she, I'm not saying she moving up to Rihanna ass candle. Okay. Um, but if she had like uh, Vanessa Hudgen wipes, I buy them. Mm-mm. Oh, mm-hmm. I definitely buy them. There like ain't no doubt about my wipe? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Well, if they have Vanessa Hudgens lotion, I'll put that all over my body because that woman's a woo! body lotion. No doubt about it. They bring back the entire cast, everyone uh, that had been a part of the core cast since day one. There's a lot of homages to one and two. So they 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 did fan service. They built on the story, and they did something that what studios want you to do today, Chris. They built on the franchise. There's a Again, there's a twist factor to this film for those who haven't seen it. And I would suggest you check it out because it feels like they're setting up a universe. And it, they did it in a way where it wasn't tacky. It wasn't forced. They made it part of the plot, and it's actually pretty fun. But it's a... It's a real fun January action movie. If this was in June or July, it would have been just as successful. It's that fun. It's got all the comedy elements. It's a good-looking film. The action is well done. Only complaint, I would say, they said it was Miami. Hey, guys, we all know you film in Atlanta now, so it's kind of important that you make sure you know certain Atlanta landmarks aren't in the background mm-hmm. when you say it's another city. Because I know the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. We've all seen that look beautiful stadium. That Yeah, that's not in Miami, and that should probably stay out of your background shots. But outside of that, that's my small complaint. It was well-written. The acting was fun. Uh, there was fun twist, and I could not recommend it more. I am giving it. Hmm? 
Ten booties. Respect that ass. Oh, do I ever? Ten. Ten but, booties. But it's on a scale of one to five. Booties. That's how good it was. It's always an interesting. It is because the du- they doubled the booty. The Vanessa just... Hudgens edition was the double the booty. I did not expect that because that was like that's like ordering some White Castles and then somebody throw a couple extra sliders in there. Respect mm. that ass. I respect that ass times two. Oh, so you respect the movie and Vanessa Hudgens? Just, well, yeah. I mean Vanessa. I didn't. I, I've been asleep. I've been asleep. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing, but somebody woke my ass up. And it was probably Vanessa Hudgens' ass. Well done, though. Um, <laughs> good times. Go check it out. I do recommend it. I, I really do think you'll have fun. And maybe because I went in with, I wouldn't say low expectations, but I went in. It's Will. It's Martin. I've loved these guys since Will was obviously on Fresh Prince and Martin on Martin. So they are nostalgic. They are 90s to me. So I was going to enjoy it no matter what. But then when they decided to actually develop characters yeah. and develop the plot, I was like, oh, shit, this is a real movie. Oh, I like this. I'd like to get Tyler Perry to do the fourth one. Oh, please stop. It seems like these guys are coming back. They're going to bring back the – they know they're bringing back the writer. Um, but, yeah, this worked. I, I wasn't – I didn't – I'll be honest. I was – I was like, I don't know, Will Smith, they're 50 plus. I don't think this is going to be pretty. This could be a very mm-hmm. uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull situations where mm. people are just a little bit past their problem and they probably shouldn't do this movie together, but they made it work. And Martin Lawrence, I, 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 I hope he does more movies. I, and, I, and the reason, and so I, talented. He's so talented, Chris. And I just, when you see, ta- it's one of those people, you know, how they the saying now for the kids give people their flowers while they're alive. Martin Lawrence is that guy for me. I didn't the guy, know that. Yeah, same. that's the thing. The young people on Twitter like to say, hey, stop waiting to people pass away to give them all these tributes. How about we appreciate them while they're alive so they can see it, How's that so they can the, witness? The flaming lips saying, do you realize that's exactly what the song's about? <laughs> Appropriation. I, I just, uh, Martin Lawrence for a long time for me from Def Comedy Jam uh, to the show Martin. I've been a, he's just one of the funniest people I've ever had the joy to watch. And I want him to do more movies like this because it's just fun. I enjoyed it. Well worth the $5 matinee at the old gallery. And check those out. That is a good, that is a, that is a nice deal. $5 matinee. You know, like I said the chase says that. Yeah, don't thing. do it, man. On a, on a Sunday or just even just. That's know. the only show sh- my friend Sean will go to. Really? Matinees? Yeah. That's he, all I do, yeah. He, he, and actually, we haven't been able to schedule movies like during the week to mm-hmm. go see them together because he will only go to the earliest one. Yes. So he'll only go to like 1030. I'm, I'm saying like, I, I'm I at, become that I'm guy. at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of hard. We have people who have job jobs. He's like, look, meet me at 1030. I'm like, Sean, I'm at work. Oh, I forgot. How do you no. forget? I think no, that's for me. I don't know. I, I don't know. What was the last time you went? Not to be funny. What was the last time you went to a theater? See a movie? Yeah. It's been Joker. A I went and saw Oh, Joker. saw Joker. Okay. 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 But that was, I mean, and even that, I was like, it was kind of, I definitely had to be like, wow, let's go, let's go, let's go. And there was not, yeah. So I, I don't go that much. Yeah. I think when I, I do go, I tried to go on New Year's Eve to see Knives Out, but it was sold oh, out yeah. the next two. Have so you seen Knives Out yet? No. So that's the one. Ryan I don't need to see if it's if it's <laughs> still playing at wherever. I, I, I tell you what, I um, if you're going to do, if you're going to come back to doing retreads or whatever you're going to do, if you're I wanted to, to see up, the Richard Jewell one, but it was showing at all like the out like Ronnie's and, yeah, and all. I'm like, yeah, I'm not traveling out there. there. Yeah, same. I, I think though, if you're going to do, you know, I know Hollywood's just so into rebooting old IPs. If you're going to do it, do it this way. Add fresh story. Add fresh characters. Develop the plot, develop the characters we know and love, mm-hmm. um, 
and center the story. They did that. They kind of added a little bit more emotional heft to it. I think that's why Fast and the Furious, the last couple of films, worked for them. You don't need to add too much heft to you're flying cars through skyscrapers. So let's come on now. We got there's a scene where Will Smith is jumping from a rolling car onto a ladder hanging from a helicopter. So I'm not telling you to turn this into something as uh, Scorsese would say, a cinema. cinema. But a little bit of heart helps. Helps just a, take, takes takes the story a little bit of a long way, and that's why I enjoyed it. So go check it out. Good times, good times all around. Yeah, good times. I think uh, tomorrow we'll take a look at uh, another uh, movie trailer of something you might be reviewing soon as well. Another movie. Oh, yeah. You want to show everybody this preview? We'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow? Okay. Yeah. Very good. The, uh, the movie I was trying to think of was uh, The Frighteners. The Frighteners. But that was also bad too, Chris. Mm. What was that score? Frighteners. Uh, let's, we'll that wasn't this. good, Chris. 63%. Is it Fresh? really? Yeah. I Frighteners? Loved I loved that movie. Yeah. Really? I remember coming on a lot on Saturday afternoons, and I was just like, and I was a big Michael J. Fox fan. I was just like, this ain't for me. This Jake ain't Busey. This ain't for me, Michael J. Fox. We should do a trivia once a month where we take a movie from our past, something like that, and go back and look at it. That's it. Yeah, see if it's good again. And my yeah. boy Michael J. Fox coming back to television again. He's going to do some spots on uh, The Good Fight on CBS All Access. I love me some Michael J. Fox. Oh, one of my favorite actors of all time. Keep it up, everybody. His, oh, man. His uh, scene in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, is come on. Come on. That's Hall of Fame shit right there. Good. That is not fair. That was... So that good. that's when I thought Larry David and I was like, yeah, you you went to another stratosphere. I, when you do that many seasons of Curb and of course the success with Seinfeld, oh. you would think, all right, man, you done peaked. You done done everything you could do in comedy. Mm -hmm. And then he did the Michael J. Fox stint and the Michael J. Fox episode, oh. and it was <laughs> nothing short of brilliant. And it, it, it's one of those things where. <laughs> Only Larry David can do it too. Oh, There's only one person on earth that can go to Michael J. Michael, we're gonna do this. Here's and Michael J. Fox went, "You're right, we are." And it was—it's not fair how brilliant that is. They did it for me when they uh, had Michael Richards address the uh, the N word. Br brilliant. So, yeah. Come on. That when the when the, <laughs> the black no, people standing, no. standing around. If only there at was a word, <laughs> and I could call you. Don't express how I feel. Ah, I tell you what, if you're gonna, if you're gonna ever get caught, if you're gonna ever get caught doing bad shit, no, Larry David. Yeah, tell Larry David. He will. He can. He can turn. Look, Michael Richards. Whoo, Larry David saved that man's life and what was left of his career with that with that season. Whoo, that was. Oh man, I'll. I'll <laughs> that was. Imagine going through that controversy and still being Larry David and going, no, we can still make this funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's balls. He I did. love it. Uh, big thanks to our friends at St. Louis Counseling Services. If you or someone you know is in need of counseling in the St. Louis area, be sure to drop them a line. All information available at stlouiscounseling.org, including episodes of their podcast recorded right here in Midcoast Studio. Check out Mental Health Matters. Making it rain, everybody. Can't talk today. Uh, anything else before we get out of here, guys? I think we're all good. I'd say join us at Gastro Pit this uh, week. We got Jovan Bibbs, Stephen Briggs, 
that's uh, two people who can do over an hour each, and then Meredith Hopping's going to open. So that's a really good lineup. So come out, gastro pick, get your barbecue on, get your drink specials on. Thanks to Jack Daniels for making that happen. Uh, really, really excited about the show at Gastro Pit this Thursday. Again, Stephen Briggs, a headliner in his own right. Jovan Bibbs, headliner in his own right. Meredith Hopping, very popular here in town. Come out, have some fun, see us at Gastro Pit this Thursday night, 8.30 on the Hill. Be a good time. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks to Yale Hollander for stopping by. We're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. We'll see you then. Peace.